you doing this morning? Friday morning, TGIF. I am Michael, your host. This is the FBTV podcast. We get together, well, we try to get together every week on the FBTV podcast, heard around the world. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, uh, United States, obviously, Canada, Germany, France, Spain, UK, Russia, and I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan, anyway, Venezuela, Ukraine, and no disrespect to you people in U-Z-B-E-K-I-S-T-A-N. I'm just not familiar how to pronounce it. Australia, hello. Uh, India, uh, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia. I mean, it's all over the world, and we thank you for tuning in. Uh, we get together every week, talk about things in the transportation industry. We get a little bit off topic at times and talk about other things as well. We try to have a good time. But sometimes... <laughs> We just have to laugh at things that are happening in the world today, especially in this country. Look, we just gotta laugh. That's that's. <laughs> if, if maybe you know what I was talking about there. Anyway, hey, if you got a question, comments, messages, anything, you can uh, uh, email us direct. FBTV at freightbrokertv.com or website freightbrokertv.com. Obviously, uh, you can. Uh, Emails question. Matter of fact, today's topic is going to be Q&A day. Uh, we got a question came in from Ida out in California. You're going to be answering that. Uh, today's impossible question. Hopefully I'll remember to give you the answer uh, when we uh, before we quit today, before we call it a day. Anyway, here's today's impossible question if you want to play along. 83% of people do this at least once a month. 83% of people do this at least once a month. Hopefully, I'll remember to give you the answers. Anyway, my name is Mike. Again, I'm the lead consultant for Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com. be talking more about Taltoa when we get to Ida's Q&A. How about that? Spot rates. Let's talk about spot rates. Again, spot rates are the rates that brokers are paying a truck to move a load from point A to point B. We always recommend that our clients use spot rate tools. Stay away from those fancy contract rate tools. <clears throat> the reason is simply spot rate tool will fluctuate with the market. Contract rate tool, not so much. Spot rates from last week up 1.1% for dry vans, flatbeds, 0.6% up. That's good because they've been going the wrong way for a while. Reefer, big jump, 1.2%. That's spot rates from last week. Now, how about spot rates from last month comparatively? Uh, van, dry van, you're up seven cents a mile, two ninety three a mile right now. Average. These are averages, of course. Flatbed, you're up one penny, three oh eight. Reefer, refrigerated, up fourteen cents. Big jump, up to three forty one a mile. We may be in this cycle. Flatbeds until uh, maybe after the first of the year. But if we can hang in there like we are, we hopefully be doing all right. What else is going on? Things to, uh, okay, let's talk about the weather for a minute. Notice this just a moment ago, right before we uh, started the podcast. Uh, if you're going to be out in South, South Carolina, Georgia, big old, big old bad storm developing out there. Parts of Charleston and Savannah, man, they could face major flooding. So keep that in mind if you, you've got to travel that way this weekend. What's it say? Coastal flooding expected uh, from South Carolina to Georgia. 
that's going to be happening over the weekend. Uh, says the first phase is complicated. So we'll skip that. We don't need complications. But anyway, tides are going to be affected. All this kind of stuff going on. Matter of fact, going down here, looking at the coastal flood alerts, it starts down in Jupiter, Florida. And it looks like they go all the way up to Wilmington, Delaware. So if you're going to be in those areas, keep your keep your eyes peeled. You know, know what you're driving into. Very important. What else is going on? I-17 closures up in Phoenix, up in, over in, I should say. If you're going to be going uh, I-17 through Phoenix this week and expect delays, might want to even think about finding another route. Uh, Arizona Department of Transportation encourages drivers using I-17 to travel through the area either early in the morning <laughs> or late at night. Southbound lanes, I-17 going to be closed between State Route 74 Carefree Highway and Happy Valley Road, Happy Valley PTA, Happy Valley Road from 9 p.m. Friday tonight through 7 p.m. tomorrow. Southbound I-17 traffic can detour west on uh, SR-74 and use southbound Lake Pleasant Parkway and eastbound Happy Valley Road. <laughs> every, time I, every time I say that Happy Valley, that song pops in my head. You know, happy. No, that's Harper Valley. It wasn't Harper Valley PTA. Anyway, uh, to return to I-17. So if you want me to say that again, let's see. Southbound I-17 traffic and detour west on State Route 74 and use southbound Lake Pleasant Parkway and eastbound Happy Valley Road to get back to I-17. Northbound I-17 going to be closed between Happy Valley Road and SR-74 from 9 p.m. Saturday through 7 p.m. Sunday. Northbound I-17 traffic can detour west on Happy Valley Road and use northbound Lake Pleasant Parkway to eastbound SR-74 to reach I-17 beyond the closure. Anyway, I'm, I'm sure when you get there, it'll be a lot easier to try to find your way through it than trying to write down all those directions. <laughs> Matter of fact, where do we get those? CDL Life, maybe? Yeah, try CDLLife.com. You might find the directions there someplace. It's, it's on the internet. Just look, just do a search. I-17 closures planned for Phoenix this weekend. I'm sure they'll come up. All right, here's a biggie. How about this? The election's Tuesday. Man, oh, man. It uh, really... If you, for a lot of people, it was very shocking. Couldn't believe it. But for others, expected. But uh, up in New Jersey, the state Senate race, I'm sure you heard about this. It's all over the news. A truck driver won. He beat a career politician in the New Jersey Senate. And if you get a chance to watch his uh, little ad, and it's all over the place. You'll find it on YouTube, I'm sure. Man, he just lays it out on the line. This is how it is. And he won. Ed Durr, 58. He has won the New Jersey Senate President. Or, oh, no, he, he he's beaten New Jersey Senate President Steve Sweeney in the uh, 3rd Legislative District by more than 2,000 votes. And the AP has really taken their time to declare a winner. <laughs> this, 
there's a Republican. He's a furniture truck driver. Man, he's a worker. If he's hauling furniture around, if you hauled furniture, you know it's going to be some labor-intensive freight. Driver's going to have to get back there and assist. Maybe he don't. Maybe he don't. But I know any furniture load I ever hauled when I was driving, it was like, oh, no, the furniture load. I gotta, I'm going to have to help driver assist. But anyway, he's a furniture truck driver employed by Raymore and Flanagan. He's driven a truck uh, for over 25 years, never served in public office before. Sweeney, he's a Democrat, longest uh, tenured Senate president in New Jersey history, having served in that capacity since 2010. And, uh, man, it had to be a kick in the gut for him. I think I think one of many kick in the guts for career politicians to come in the next year or two. <laughs> Durr, he spent only a few thousand dollars, some of it out of his own pocket, on his... Uh, grassroots campaign for office his video the video i was talking about a moment ago that you'll find on uh, i'm sure it's on youtube just do a search it's going to pop up it was filmed using his friend's iphone <laughs> somewhere i saw he only spent 153 bucks but i don't know if that's right or not he criticized new jersey governor phil murphy for economic damage caused by covid 19 lockdowns he promised to cultivate a pro-business environment and we need that right now. We need to get back to business. What I don't get, okay, COVID-19. And I've said this before. I'm going to get on my soapbox again. COVID-19. Made in China. Along with everything else we needed, <laughs> you know, like masks. Come to find out a lot of the uh, ingredients that goes in to our prescription drugs, China. And Tom Cotton, back uh, a year ago, yeah, he was yelling it from the highest mountain. Bring the manufacturing back. We got to get this stuff back to the United States. Don't hear that anymore. It's like everybody just forgotten. We got to get the manufacturing back to the States, folks. We are not just, you know, get our, get, you know, autonomous trucks. Yeah, we, we, how about, how about mask and, and, uh, respirators and, uh, medicine? Anyway, don't get me started on that. But anyway, uh, Ed, he goes on to say, I didn't beat him. We beat him. The state of New Jersey, the people of New Jersey beat him. They listened to what he had to say, and I listened to what they had to say, and it's a repudiation of Governor Murphy, who went and locked us down and ignored the people's voice. And Senator Swinney chose to do nothing for those 18 months. That's what Dirt told Fox News primetime on Wednesday. So, got a trucker in the place he needs to be. Now maybe he'll move into uh, FMCSA <laughs> after this. Get a driver up there that knows what's going on. Anyway, that's that. What else going on? Texas expands CDL testing. Uh, they, they're going to be doing it for six days a week now. All right. You already know where I'm going with this and what there's... Here, here we go. We're, we're going to be talking about driver shortage again. Texas is expanding truck driver license testing to six days a week in response to a nationwide shortage that has contributed to supply chain snarls across the economy. If you didn't last on last week's uh, podcast, you need to 
pause, go back, and listen now, because we talk about, last week we talked about the California imports. Matter of fact, I got into a discussion with somebody yesterday about what's going on out there and what it appears to be and my thoughts on it, and uh, they were amazed. But anyway, go back and listen to it, last week's podcast. That would have been the uh, October 28th one, right? Now, here's the deal. Texas, yeah, they're going to be doing this. They're expanding their testing to six days a week. <laughs> but but uh, let's see just how, how helpful they want to be here. Individuals seeking to obtain or renew commercial driver's licenses can take the test over the next three Saturdays at a limited number of state offices. <laughs> yeah, there's a driver shortage. We don't really believe in it a lot, but just to do our part, next three Saturdays, eh, okay. <laughs> Hey, I, you know, if I was trying to get my CDL renewed or take the test, yeah, I'd be excited about that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, it doesn't seem like their whole heart is into this six-day-a-week deal, do, don't you think? <laughs> All right. Ah, here we go. That's something else we want to talk about before we get into the serious stuff. Uh, time change Saturday. Don't forget that. Saturday, 2 a.m., Saturday morning, November 7th, fall back. You lose an hour. Now, 19 states have approved staying on daylight savings time and not falling back an hour every fall. But this requires federal approval. And so we wait. <laughs> but anyway, don't forget to set your clocks back Saturday night, tomorrow night, before you go to bed. OPEC, let's talk about high fuel prices. Matter of fact, fuel is uh, crazy. 372 a gallon, up 1.4 cents from last week, talking about diesel. Gasoline, 339 a gallon, it's up 0.07 cents a gallon from last week. And let's talk about OPEC. And if you go back to last week's podcast, probably the podcast before that as well, we were talking about. Talking about. Uh, Someone I had spoken with that uh, just retired from a major oil company. And they were just telling me how they took an early retirement. A lot of people were retiring from this major oil company. And they were, these are people that worked in the inner sanctum of the oil company. that knew what was going on. And the reason was, is that the government, <laughs> the United States government, yeah, I say government, Government capped domestic production, forcing oil companies to buy oil from OPEC. So, Joe, <laughs> President Biden, he goes to OPEC. Hey, fellas. Hey, fellas. Hey. Hey. Increase production. <laughs> I, I say that because every time I see a video of President Biden, when he's trying to make a point, his point always comes across as a whisper. But anyway, neither here nor there. OPEC and its allies, uh, they, they told Joe, no, no. <laughs> OPEC and its allies are going to stick to their slow pace of oil production increases, disregarding President Joe Biden's demand to go faster. 
After a brief meeting yesterday, the group approved a 400,000 barrel a day production hike for December. Woohoo! That's a pace that major consumers say is too slow to sustain the post COVID economic recovery. With us, the United States, Joe, asking for as much as double that amount. But OPEC ministers countered that oil demand was still being hampered by the coronavirus and repeatedly blamed their customers' economic woes on the surging cost of natural gas, over which it has no control. (laughs) Okay. Natural gas, oil, one affects the other, okay, whatever you say. The cartel can now face a bare-knuckle fight with Joe and the White House and uh, growing speculation that the U.S. could tap emergency crude stockpiles to drive down prices. Uh, You know, if you start that pipeline and uh, you let oil companies start getting oil domestically, I, you know, I, I know oil prices, well, when I, at the pump a year ago, it was a dollar, over a dollar less a gallon than what it is now. It's about this time a year ago that prices started going up. Hmm. Go figure. But, uh, come on, Joe. Let the oil companies drill domestically. Let them get the oil here. More bad news coming out. Well, it's not bad news. I, it is what it is. Truckers are not going to be exempt from the Biden vaccine mandate. Thursday, yesterday, interim final rule dealing with sweeping new private sector vaccine requirements was shared with the public ahead of the publication coming out today in the Federal Register. Under the rule, OSHA is issuing an emergency temporary standard ETS for private sector employers with 100 or more employees. Under that rule, workers must show proof of full COVID-19 vaccine or submit to weekly testing. This is effective January 4th. Employers are not required to pay for testing in most circumstances. This rule is expected to impact 84 million U.S. employees. Now, you may remember we talked about here uh, a week or two ago, Senator Marsha Blackburn had introduced legislation providing an exemption from COVID-19 vaccine requirements for any worker who was deemed essential during the response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Truck drivers, of course, being essential. Many uh, people that are working and that were working at that time, well, my my wife, she uh, works at a manufacturing facility. They were considered essential. And I was talking to her about this the other day, and it's like, why was our why was our company why why was our jobs considered essential? And they even asked they they asked their bosses. It's because we 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 make a part that goes in the motor, and if that part breaks and they need a replacement part to go in that motor, and we don't have them because of whatever because we couldn't make them. <laughs> you get the idea. But uh, so that that would mean just about every job out there is essential. But uh, anyway, nothing, no information on Senator Blackburn's legislation. 
There's no exemption in the rule either for members of the trucking industry, despite the fact that numerous trucking groups have warned that uh, the requirement could have nightmare consequences. You think there's a driver shortage now? <laughs> Let's see what happens January 5th. January 4th. Lay actually, uh, the ATA estimated that the vaccine mandate could force as many as 37% of truck drivers to leave the industry entirely. Uh, our own mathematicians have figured between 20 and 40% of drivers uh, will not be driving. I know that's a big number, but uh, 20 to 40 drivers out of 100 will not be driving a truck till till. Washington gets its head back on straight, which, who knows? CDL Life poll conducted in October last month found that 7.9% of trucking companies, less than 10% of trucking companies, had plans to enforce this vaccine mandate. So, actually, under 8%. Only 8 out of 100 trucking companies plan to do anything about enforcing the vaccine, or the vaccine mandate. I mean, you're putting trucking companies out of business. If they don't have drivers, they can't... Uh, where is the common sense anymore? You know what I mean? Okay, let's get to the uh, Q&A for today. Don't forget the impossible question. 83% of people do this at least once a month. Any idea? I've got an answer coming up. Okay, Ida out in California. This is right up my alley, Ida. She writes, I'm a new broker. I have my permits and bonds. I... I need help and training on how to work as a broker and learn how to use the load boards. Or work as an agent somewhere to get the uh, hands-on training. Thank you, Ida, she writes. All right. First of all, Ida's an entrepreneur. She's going to get out there and do it. An entrepreneur is going to get out there, do what they got to do. They got it in them. It's just something. I get it. I get it. I get it. Been there, done that, doing that. I get it. You know, drivers, pretty much entrepreneurs. Owner-operators, entrepreneurs. You know, you get out there and do it. But uh, I'm going to make this recommendation to anyone thinking about starting their own freight brokerage. Wait. Don't go out here right out of the gate. Get your authority, UCR, and BOC3. Don't do that. Wait. Okay. Uh, and the bond, of course. The reason I say wait, because you're going to spend a lot of money. The bond, it's going to run you anywhere from $1,000 all the way up to seven, eight, nine thousand $9,000, depending on your credit and other factors that could increase your uh, bond cost. Uh, UCR, BOC3, your authority. Yeah, if you go through an uh, agent, a process agent to do it, yeah, 650 bucks. Okay, so... You could actually get your authority and be a freight broker for under $2,000. But don't forget, you want to have an LLC in there, too, somewhere. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The reason we say wait is once you take on all that responsibility, now the... Well, it doesn't matter. You're going to have to go through the startup period, just like you would if you were a broker agent. And what I mean by that is you're going to have to find your own customers. You're going to have to cultivate those customers. Customers are out there, and, and uh, getting a customer is simple. Cultivating that customer, you know, turning them into a, building that relationship so they are a good customer, that's a whole different animal. Okay, it takes time. 
Plus, you've got to build a carrier following. Remember that, too. A lot of carriers will not work with a brand new broker because they're brand new. No history, no track history, no credit rating, nothing like that. If you look on the load board, if you're searching for a load, it's going to have the uh, information up there on the load board about the load, and off to the right, it's going to have the days to pay for that broker and their credit score. See what I mean? And if it's blank, eh, your phone's may not ring. So what do you do? Start out as an agent. Start building relationships. You build relationships with carriers just like you do with shippers or your customers. I The thing, you know, we're talking about customers and shippers and things, carriers. Okay, we're going to get into terminology here just a little bit. The customer, okay, if you're the broker, the customer, oh, a trucking company too, the customer is the one paying you to move the load. The shipper is where the load is actually picking up. The customer might be the shipper. But the customer may also be a whole different company a thousand miles away from where the load is picking up. Get the idea? Keep that terminology in mind. Remember that. Customer is the one paying. Shipper is where the load is picking up. Sometime, sometimes those two terms are used interchangeably, but if you know the context in which they're used, you can kind of keep it straight. And a carrier, that is the trucking company. Understand, too, that uh, this is terminology thing, too, I, I, I see happen quite a bit. People say, yeah, you know, I, I'm going to uh, get the driver. I'm going to talk to the driver about taking. No, no, no. You're not talking to driver about anything except to dispatch that driver on the load. As a broker, you're dealing with the trucking company. More times than not, the dispatcher at the trucking company, it could be a low coordinator as well, whoever is responsible and whatever title they hold at the trucking company. The trucking company is the business in which you are brokering the load to. The driver is contracted to or employee of that trucking company. See what I mean? So I know that's kind of neither here nor there, but it's important for terminology. But anyway, Ida, you've done all this. Yes, my recommendation, uh, start out as an agent. Yeah, you've got all this put together. Yeah, the bonds are there. You've got everything going. But start out as, out as an agent because that's just going to make it a lot easier for you. That way you can focus on building your customer base, getting the experience, you know, working some loads without having to worry about all the administrative, administrative that goes along with having your own brokerage. I'm talking about administrative, you know, uh, billing the customer, paying the truck, credit checks, this, you know, doing due diligence on the carriers, things of that nature. Start out as an agent. Now, how long do you stay as an agent? Well, you'll know. Maybe a couple of months, maybe six months. Who knows? But you'll know when it's time to start operating under your own authority. Now, you may be saying, too, well, what about my, what about my customers? What about my customers? I'm going to lose them. No, no. First of all, if you contract to an, a broker as an agent, first thing you want to do is check that contract. Make sure there is no language in that contract that would not allow you to continue working your own customers when you leave. 
That's a deal breaker. Never sign a contract that has that type of verbiage in it. Your customers are your customers. The broker you contract to benefits from your customers while you are there, but you get to take them with you. Now, that doesn't mean that the broker can't go back and try to get some loads from that customer because obviously you set the customer up through that brokerage, but that's nothing to worry about. And people always look at me funny when I say that. What do you mean it's nothing to worry about? Well, because the customer has bought you. They didn't buy your brokerage. They're dealing with you. You're working with them direct. You see what I mean? There's a relationship there. They know you've got their back. They know they can count on you, the individual, not the company, you, the individual, to protect them, to take care of them, to ensure that the loads are done right, to communicate. Get the idea? They're buying you. They're not buying the company. Okay. So don't worry about that, but you should have the right to take your customers with you. Now, any customer, maybe the broker, may throw your way. Maybe they throw you a bone here and there. Okay, that's fine. You can't take those with you, obviously, because those are your brokers. But you get the idea. Any customer you get should go with you. Get that experience. Now, when you are ready, it's a simple process of moving your customers from the broker you have been with as an agent to your own brokerage because you've got the relationship. You know, hey, Steve, just giving you a heads up, I'm uh, going to be opening up my own brokerage. I'm going to send you over my paperwork. Okay, yeah, cool. Over the course of time, while you were an agent, you started building relationships with carriers as well. This is known as a carrier following. You start building that carrier following, you let the carriers know, hey, I'm going out on my own. I'm starting my own freight brokerage. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll work with you. They know you. You have a relationship with them. That makes life a lot easier. Anyway, my recommendation, and I said this at the beginning of the podcast, Tautoa. I am the lead consultant for Tautoa, and this is exactly what we do, Ida. We train. We can place you in our mentorship program so you can start out as an agent. Understand, Tautoa, we consult brokers all over the country. We're able to place you through us, under a licensed broker that we work with. Simple as that. We consult. During the training, you're going to be using load boards. You're going to be working with TMSs. TMS is short for Transportation Management System. It's going to be hands-on. You're going to, you're, you're going to learn how to calculate rates. You're going to learn how to use the load boards to help you find trucks. You're going to learn how to make a sales call. You're going to learn how to find potential customers, what to say, how to respond. You're going to learn how to sell loads to a trucking company. And then after you complete the training, you can move into the mentorship program. That's what we call it. That's where you will be working as a broker agent. And when you exit that, then your consulting period begins. Simple as that. As you are already a broker, my recommendation is the freight broker package. It includes our standard 12-month consulting for a freight brokerage. It's included. Anyway, call me. Call me. Call me, Ida. We'll talk about it. 479 668 
0838-479-668-0838. Matter of fact, you can go to the uh, Taltoa website. You'll find that at taltoa.com, taltoa.com. All right, very good. All right, before I forget, the answer to today's impossible question. First, the question, 83% of people do this at least once a month. <laughs> I can only imagine what might have been going through your heads. The answer is go out to eat dinner. Go out to eat. He's out to lunch. <laughs> All right, birthdays today. If you're having a birthday today, happy birthday. You're in pretty good company. Roy Rogers, Vivian Lee, Sam Shepard, all born on this day. Roy. We all remember Roy, don't we? Roy Rogers and Dell Evans, Saturday mornings. The old westerns. Vivian Lee, she was Scarlet. Gone with the wind. Sam Shepard, Chuck Yeager, and the right stuff. A lot of other stuff, too, but I remember him mostly from that. Probably if I saw another movie today, I'd go, oh, yeah. But anyway, they all having birthdays today, so... Today's your birthday. Happy birthday to you, too. If you got a friend, family member, whatever, they got a birthday coming up, let us know. And we will make sure to wish them happy birthday on the podcast. You can let us know by going to our website, FreightBrokerTV.com. Uh, forums all over the website, contact forms, fill it out, send it in. You can email us direct as well, FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com. Today in history, back in 1875, Susan B. Anthony, that sound familiar? Remember that dollar coin? <laughs> She's fined 100 bucks for attempting to vote in a presidential election for Ulysses S. Grant. Trailblazer. 1946, Massachusetts Democrat John F. Kennedy elected to uh, Congress. 1955, 22 years after development, 22 years after it was developed, the first stereo broadcast is heard. FM. No static at all. Anyway, 1944. George Foreman. At the time, he was 45 years old. He became a uh, boxing oldest heavyweight champion. He knocked out Michael Moore in the 10th round. Matthew McConaughey is still considering a run for governor of Texas next year. Don't know if that's a good idea or not. Among the runway models this week at Gucci Fashion Show in Hollywood. It's Hollywood. <laughs> this is the last person I would have expected to be in a Gucci Fashion Show. But why not? Macaulay Culkin. Home Alone. Remember? Kevin? Wasn't that his name in Home Alone? Kevin? All right. Ah, here's something. 15% of the stuff that uh, you... you, you May not need to know, but we're going to tell you anyway. 15% uh, of cheaters, I, I guess people that cheat, people that are not honest, cheaters. Doesn't say how they cheat, just cheaters. But 15% of cheaters own a snake or a reptile. 49% of women hate it when their man drinks directly from the container. <laughs> you know, milk. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Yeah, I've done that once or twice. I also used to leave the toilet seat up, too, but my wife broke me of these bad habits. <laughs> I've got a son. He comes over now. This kid's in his 30s. And I can always tell when he's been here because the toilet seat's up. 
I'm like, son, you, you're never going to get a woman. No, he's, well, we're not going to go there. Anyway, a survey found that most the most useful thing that students learn while at college, and if you got a kid in college and you're paying $15,000 a year for that kid to go to college, you're going to love this. The most useful thing that a student learns while they're in college, according to the survey, is how to do laundry. <laughs> oh, that's sad. And uh, over 90% of American households buy a pie at least once a week. How about that? All right. That's going to wrap it up for uh, this FBTV podcast. It is November 5th. And I keep on waiting. You know, I'm still in August. I'll just tell you, I'm I'm not out of August yet. But as soon as I step outside, I find out it's not August anymore. Toto. 37 right now. Headed to a high of 59. Going to be in the 60s and 70s this weekend. Looks like 70s here through uh, middle of next week. They're not too bad, but it's kind of chilly out there now. Anyway, if you're coming through I-40, coming through Fort Smith, that's what you got to expect. Sunshine through... uh, Monday, anyway. Good weekend. No rain in the forecast till Thursday, but that can change immediately. All right, go have a good weekend. We will talk next time. Have a good weekend, good Friday, unless, of course, you've made other plans. We will talk soon. See you.